the wager I'm proposing is very simple. The top of the building is sort of an architectural monstrosity. You walk all the way around, scab me removing the car, you get the money, and you get my wife. You're crazy. Big pecker. This is Film Sack. <laughs> Sure. Greetings and welcome back to Film Sack, or to it for the first time, and welcome to the continuing uh, episodes that are in Sacktober 2022. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today on episode 572 by Brian. This will keep happening if he keeps using his left tit as a coaster. Dunaway. Oh, no. And look, now it's wet. Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Zack, we'll make a deal with HBO Incorporated to finally quit our nasty habit of watching crappy horror movies from the 80s, only to find ourselves stuck in traffic digging through our dirty glove box of gum and VHS tapes for just one more hit. Just one. <laughs> it can't hurt to just watch one, right? Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Oh, hi, HBO. Sorry, fam. Besides, you don't need pinkies to do the electric slide, honey. Yes, I'm a son of a bitch. Anywho. On to our most favorite thing to do. Put on our tiny troll costumes complete with tiny bells and convince superstitious moms that stray cats are the problem. And it's not we that are hiding in Drew Barrymore's DMs, eating her tweets and stealing her life force. No! <laughs> Help me, Obi Kitty Kitty. You're my only hope. Seriously, though. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Drew Barrymore survived Hollywood. She's a legend. Please don't set me on fire. Movies aren't real, right? All right. There are no real monsters unless you count kids who chew gum after they brush their teeth. They can go straight to hell and play fetch with Cujo. Randy, are you using your left tit for a coaster? Nice. And you get my wife. I'm glad that you remembered that left tit thing as I as I did. Yeah. Yes. How could you forget it? It yeah, was almost it almost tried to fly by, and I was like, "No, oh, what does that catch it?" Yep. Mm. Go back, listen again, make sure it happened, then record it, play it on the show, and say it four times. That's what we're gonna mm-hmm. do. Also with us, Randy, nothing says horror like being slowly pecked to death by a pigeon, Jordan. Mm. And he's not... He's muted, or he's muted. AFK. Yes. There he oh, is. He was oh, aloha, Hello. Scott, Brian. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Randy. Thanks for coming to this focus group for our new video game. Now that you've all signed your non-disclosure agreements, I can tell you that what you're about to playtest today is a brand new game where you are a lost cat. That's right. Whoa. You're at what what's that? So someone else made that? <laughs> oh crap. Shut it all down. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Folks, before we shut it all down, we may as well enjoy the coffee and donuts, right? It used to be. It used to be we'd also enjoy the cigarettes, but those days are long past, am I right? I I always used to say, you know, I back in the day, I always used to say the first cigarette after lunch is one of the best 31 cigarettes of the day. Yes. Now, now, nowadays we all quit, but it was real hard. Am I right? Mm-hmm. It was real hard. I'm a stand-up comic now. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but when I quit smoking, I had to follow uh, three strict rules for successful cessation. Number one, 
don't go around and dispose of all of your existing cigarettes. Just keep them around in closets and glove compartments. As you know, cigarettes don't go stale. Number two, don't share the experience with someone who, you know, you already spend a lot of time around. Go it alone. You'll surely be fine. Number three, number three, this is important. If you get help from a professional and that person or service turns out to be a criminal enterprise, never report them to the police. People who report criminals to the police always go back to smoking that delicious smoke. Oh, man, I would give your finger for a cigarette. right? I'd, oh. I'd give two of your fingers for a cigarette no. right now. Oh, oh, my God, you're missing two fingers and scene. Yeah, and scene. <laughs> You just, you know, that's a pretty good summation of the uh, James Woods. The whole uh, first, segment. yeah. Yeah, Twitter it's pretty saying. good. I wonder if that lady's pinky, what, what, did she really not have a pinky? Did, were we into <laughs> I don't you know. know. I didn't I, want, I It wondered. looked like it was folded behind it, like it was it was okay, a camera okay. angle and little. Uh, there you go. Sharpie lines to look like stitches. Yeah, right. So there was no, there was no ad in the, you know, the the Hollywood and looking for a person with a pinky nub. No, like probably that. not. Right. No. Right. Now let me let me ask you this before I throw it to to Ibit. Um, if can you guys hold your pinky back and straighten the rest of your fingers? I can't do it. Ooh, yes, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, can't do it. Practice like, this stuff as a kid. I practiced. I can't like, do it. Keep your well. Okay, if I tuck it under, like if I jam the tip of my pinky into my palm, <laughs> I can. If you yes, yeah, so I can do that. But if you hold your pinky, you can do it. Which is yeah. probably what they did. They strapped it or glued it or whatever. I'm sure, it was strapped in. But in but if yeah. you're trying to just move it there and hold it, that finger next to it, it's like nope. I'm coming with. I'm coming with. Well, my maybe mine maybe does they, do it. Uh, Using prosthetics, elongated her other fingers and then just put right. a cap on her oh. fingers. That's hilarious. Kind of go old school where people like got the long arms and shit. That's weird. <laughs> but I, I also have hitchhiker's thumb, so that may be, you know, like oh, really oh yeah, knuckle goes like, back uh, too far. Yeah, yeah. zings back. Yeah, yeah you okay. people and your weird magic. All right, sorry. Well, that's also, my intro anyway. So, yeah, there's your right. intro. Good Done. Enough. Just kidding. Oh. Here it is. It's Brian pinching off people's nose uh, <laughs> in their sleep. Was his night job, Ibit. It's totally true. Yeah. Hi, I'm Stephen King. You might know me from <laughs> books. And I'm here to talk to you about People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA. You see, my movie, Cat's Eye, just got released to theaters, and my agent thought it would be a good idea for me to get ahead of things and talk about how much I love animals. Mm. Take my friend Dolores Claiborne, for example. She was in such misery over her dog that she finally had to take a stand against... What? <laughs> Stop doing that? Uh. Doing what? Okay. Okay, anyway, I love all kinds of animals, from dogs to even other kinds of dogs. Pigeons I'm not so fond of. It reminds me of a story. It takes place in a small town in rural Maine. There's a curiosity shop, and all they sell are people's wishes. And there's a little old shopkeeper named Greg. And Greg said, okay, Pete, I'll get back to your damn script. <laughs> People are going to see this movie and think I hurt and scared a cat, and that's simply not true. And I can understand how someone outside of the film industry would think that. No, see, when you're making a movie that stars a cat, you actually have 12 cats, and we probably scared seven or eight of them. Hmm? Well, Petey, your damn script sucks. It's all about parakeets and pigeons, and there's no twist at the end. Like, this recording booth is actually a bathroom stall, and I'm in an airport. Good night. I'm Stephen King. <laughs> I'm Stephen King. It's pretty good I Stephen King. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad. That's how it I sounds when you're his uh, audiobooks where he <laughs> reads them. Audiobooks, yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. I can't the, listen to one without falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you watch this movie, and you start to you think of the initially, oh, they're just going to reference every Stephen King book he ever wrote. Like, <laughs> 
right, it feels right. like such yeah. such an initial hit. And then they do. And, then, yeah. and so I'm really, really glad that of all the all the things you could have worked in, you worked in needful things because that's just like yeah. it's like the <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the yeah. most complicated and like the most people you have to learn about an entire town full of people when you read needful yeah. things like, yeah needful things you, is how do you dense. reference that yeah that, that book is dense which is why i've always said that's the reason it's never translated to film very well it's just way too dense I think okay so hold on a second are you referring to me talking about the curiosity shop in maine yeah that sells people's right, wishes right. yeah, yeah. I have never read nor watched Needful Things. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was coming up, I was trying to come up with the tropiest uh, well, Stephen it, King it trope. Seeped, and a, holy shit. It seeped into you. It seeped in. Brian, Brian, you literally. 100% serious. You described like, awesome. Needful Things. Yeah, you did. I, I'm with Randy here. I 100% thought that's what you were talking yeah. about. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I had no. I seriously wrote this oh my last gosh. night at 11 o'clock. And I'm like. Let I don't me, know. Like, I don't know if you're an, a genius or if or if Stephen King's yeah, a hack. I don't know what to think. Right. Well, but, and the thing is, I don't think Needful Things. I think Needful Things is one of his best books because it's not hacky. He hmm. goes right. he goes really really deep on different people and their relationships. And actually, the twist at the end is not that exciting or interesting. You know what I mean? Like it's a great book, oh, like most Stephen King books. Yeah. But, <laughs> but most Stephen King books live and die on a twist. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this one, yeah. it doesn't the matter. Twist- you, Right. The twist for, you know, the good Stephen King books, the twist happens throughout the book, but the final thing is like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I Much can't like believe. the pinky. It's like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, wait a minute. You mean they were serious about <laughs> that thing after showing me all the other things that they were serious about yeah, that, yeah. smoking? Yeah. That's the thing. Well, the thing about this entire movie, Cat's Eye, by, by uh, what's his name? Uh, Louis Teague. <laughs> I think the, you're saying the, the name of the film. The <laughs> thing about this entire movie is we have seen too many damn movies since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I kept trying to right. say, okay, I'm in 1985. I'm in 1985. I have not seen dozens of good horror movies i am in 1985 and i just couldn't do it this movie really does not does not think about you as an audience mm. it's just trying to tell some some uh what what was the tv show some, some twilight zone stories it's oh, three sure. twilight zone stories yeah and it's, it's as good as it's gonna get yeah i i mean i'm i'm Hmm. My only complaint really I, is that it's PG thirteen and a little bit light on scares and gore and junk. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, wanted yeah. I wanted they're, horror. They're movie. interesting stories, but mm-hmm. they're not. They're no more interesting than you'd see on an episode of Tales from the Dark Side or Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, Tales yeah. from the Crypt or Creep Show yeah. or you know I guess Creep Show is a newer thing, but yeah. Um, but a TV a TV based version of this just as sanitized and just as ooh wouldn't it be interesting if there was a company that helped people stop smoking by threatening their loved ones or yeah, right. a guy made another right. guy go around the edge of a building you're right it feels like tv in a lot of ways and that's it's it, uh, that's okay go ahead go ahead Dunaway. yeah I, I was just gonna say i i appreciate it because this is a time when we were some movies there was such a big difference between the big budget movies and the smaller movies now we just have nothing but big budget movies there's you mm. can't even hardly get a freaking movie in the theater unless it has a massive budget. Even the smallest piece of crap has a massive budget. This was just, it is, it is almost has the budget of a TV show. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to, you're, you're kind of going to float in that quality. Sure. Uh, I, uh, one part that I could not, I mean, I know we'll, we'll jump around between the three segments. There's no need to do any of this in order, but uh, you know, there were certain casting choices that threw me like, the dude, I forgot his real name. I have to look it up here real quick. Uh, but the guy who's walking around the building is the dude 
He's Ted oh, Robert from Hayes. Yeah, he was yeah, Robert Hayes. Yeah. He's Ted from Air- yeah. Airplane. And yeah. I could not take that segment seriously. <laughs> oh, uh, really? I just couldn't sure, do it. Surely you, surely you could. Sure, surely you could. No, <laughs> tell me surely. To, I was trying to work in. And, uh, right. my, my intro was originally going to have a walking around a building over Atlantic City. Over Atlantic City? No, I'll right. never be over Atlantic City. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> That's perfect. But that this, idea, this idea that he's, you know, not me knowing who that is. Uh, just drove me slightly nuts because I expected him to, you know, that sweat scene from Airplane where he can't stop sweating. He's just pouring he out of him. sweating a lot. I didn't think about that. So That's it just threw point. me, I don't know, I couldn't take it seriously. Although the actor who, we, we were thinking Charles Durning the other day and we were wrong, but uh, the guy who plays Baron Harkonnen in the original Dune movie is your uh, mob jerk who's making him walk around yes, the building right right and i liked his performance oh, oh thought, you're talking about uh, uh kenneth mcmillan is, is yes. prisoner yeah yes, yes. i enjoyed his oh, whole yeah. vibe um he stole the show oh, he's, Kinda, he's yeah. keeping you on your toes yeah. he was oh, great God. and by the way i yeah. always thought that guy was old he died at yeah. 56 man he was young when oh he died. really yeah. wow yeah. how long after making this movie or 80, after dune 89. i guess this was before dune so eight, no, dune. Kenneth, before. no kenneth mcmillan's were harmed in the making of this film so it was only four Maybe. years after this he was basically our age when he made this movie okay wow and uh yeah. that's and he's that. hilarious oh my god when he's under threat of gun and being killed he's flipping through that pin out I know. Yeah. <laughs> right exactly like it's almost distracting him from being right. shot it's such oh, a great like oh hold yeah. on a second and like if you want if, if i was to break down the stories as best to worst. I think the smoking story is maybe the best story, but the best yeah. acting oh, happened yeah. in two with him. And in three, I don't know how to feel about three. Three had some interesting you, practical we, effects that I like. I think liked, anybody is going to look three at the practical even, effects are, are spectacular. Yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, oh, come okay, on now. There's only, Here, here's, there's only, go ahead. I'm going to, here's I, what I'm going to say about those practical effects real quick. So they're the, the, when they had to use green screen, cause he's up on her face. Yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe that looked a little bad, but when he's running around doing other shit, you could tell what they had done is made a large set, so that the door was gigantic, the bed was huge, the shoe was huge. I respect that kind of work. I think that's so cool, and I I really, I really liked that bit. Uh, just from that visual standpoint, I, that was fine. The only thing, it. and it's, I mean, I know it's you know, I, I don't know exactly how they do it, but the you can see the green skin when or screen when he's uh, squishing her nose closed. Yes, right. which but, is amazing. But to have the dude in the costume and and you know and have it not look super janky, with the exception of the green screen, is like all right, that's really impressive for 1985. I agree. It was what? How did they pinch her nose? I was just trying to think. I was like, well, what did they pinch her nose with? Because it had to yeah. be behind. Mm-hmm. That object, you know, exactly. so I'm like, they have to be oh, covered up by his hand. It's got to be like uh, probably a little did, kid. Did it in perfect timing. It was really good. Probably a little yeah. kid's little little hand or something. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> a, like a little <laughs> little tweezers or something. Yeah, I figured it was. Well, I figured it was probably like some kind of something very thin, like yeah. tweezers of some sort. That yeah, it'd it be some sort of specially with. created device yeah. that just you know maybe even, using one of those using one yeah. of those uh those dinosaur grippy things you used to get at the at the travel shop oh, i'm talking about the yeah with the handle bit. yeah yeah i love those yeah. Yeah. i thought those were so cool i'd always break them but i loved them those are awesome yeah but them. yeah it's yeah. uh it's a it's, it's, it's just a weird mix right like the idea of the right. anthology movie is supposed to be a weird mix it's supposed to be like hey here's a very different story than the next one but they're all connected with this stupid right. cat and and the cat is really nothing to do with anything 
He just yeah, except, sort of there. except the third story is all cat, and and it's like, yeah. um, so you have to have that as the final thing, right? Because it's a it's a story. The overall movie is a story about a cat, and the cat ends up having its big you know climax scene in in the third story. So you, you can't put the you can't put the, the you can't put the third story earlier in the movie. Is what I'm saying because that's the yeah, yeah. that's the whole the whole thing is leading you to that. But yeah. I I think anybody who watches this movie is going to be kind of like oh the first two are a thing they're episodes of the twilight zone mm-hmm. and then the last one is just a trope it's just one trope and that the, the trope is if if one of your characters is young enough no one believes them yeah right and so it's like the the kid isn't believed they they blame the cat when they should have been blaming something else you know like they don't they don't they don't have the imagination the parents don't have the imagination to understand what's going on right. just and you this, know and this all boils this all boils down. The reason why these are tropes is Stephen King works in what we have universal horrors, which are going to be things that are going to be tropes. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So th- that's not being believed while something's attacking you. These are all primitive fears that we have. It makes us feel very vulnerable. So, which is at the core of almost everything he makes. You're absolutely right. Most of his right. books are that. Like, what's what's the fear of the stand? The stand deals in the fear of society's breakdown. You know, right. as the core. There's lots of little individual things, but that's the main issue. And then, what does it deal with when it's it? Well, it's freaky clowns under the freaking street. Like, in some ways, it's <laughs> in some ways it's his trick or it's his yeah. You know, I don't know his well, and there's, thing. And there's a story here. Yeah. There's story here. It, all during Quitters Inc. You're thinking, why did this guy engage with these people in the first place? Yeah. You know, like how does yeah. he how does he get out of this now? What does he what does he got to do to get out of the arrangement? And so on and so on. With the ledge, there's a whole story. There's a tennis pro, and it answers the question. Well, what if the jilted husband ever got his hands on the tennis pro who was sleeping with his wife? What would he do? And this kind of you know, like there's stuff there. But then the third one is just plain and simple. There's a tiny little monster and it's just yes. not, you know, yeah. a monster exists. Okay. Yeah. yeah and, and it's and right. There's no real twist to it. It's not like, you know, the twist is, oh, finally there's evidence and the parents finally believe her that there was a little troll in the room because there's a little knife and a little arm and goo all over the fan. Yeah. <laughs> I liked, I actually liked the way it was wrapped because even though this third story is, if you just pull it apart and go, okay, here it is. Yeah, it's, it's the weakest of the stories. However, it's sprinkled over the entire movie, and it gives us a look at what is uh, a cat's role in our relationships with cats. And there's this – I thought it was a lot of interesting it, – it gave me – it gave me – it left a whole bunch of things open. So uh-huh. that I could like fill in with with you know what is our relationship with cat? I like I like movies that leave me with questions. I, sure, yeah, sure. Would you have, would sure. you have liked it better if the cat was somehow responsible for Cressner falling off the the ledge instead of it being the pigeon having having the cat like go <laughs> out there it, and trip? I him love up. that it was. I love that it was the pigeon That's because those pigeon. are the. Yeah. I know because <laughs> if if he had a cat there with him, if the cat had been out there with him. If uh, if Kresner had left him alone, he could have saved this guy because you know he kind of got on his side. He, he right, kind of started right. getting towards Robert Hayes. He could have yeah. saved him from the bird. There was a I lot of it, anti-bird it, in this film. Yeah. I think it was enough that the cat tripped up the henchman. That was enough for me. Mm. That, yeah, that, that was. Yeah. That satisfied the story. Right, that's true. Yeah, I guess he did get involved in, as opposed to just being a a, pr- a prop like he was in Quitters Inc. And speaking yeah. of which, does does the dude just go out and find a cat every time they have somebody new coming to the? Uh, 
apparently, he, apparently. apparently. Yeah, yeah, that, that seemed inefficient to me saved him a trip he said to the uh yeah. to the to the pound oh, yeah. to the shelter okay yeah, yeah shelter. but that just seems inefficient to me like you should have yeah, backups. You just use sadly use the same cat for your what happened to the last cat they said they weren't harming him that cat looked like it was getting harmed yeah. i don't know how you make yeah. that cat jump like that and not at least go oh yeah we was at least traumatizing the yeah cat. you know no what way. when they i don't know i didn't see it in the credits <laughs> i didn't stick around but did they do a disclaimer about no animals were harmed during they the film? i did have to read up on that because it was like all right that cat looks looks a like it's getting electrocuted mm-hmm. b that cat running across the uh street okay, looks scared as shit but, but the sparks were animation you could the tell sparks the sparks were animation. Were animation sure but yeah. what's right. making it jump like that you know uh compressed air can, a can yeah. of compressed air underneath that uh yeah. that's see that's mean yeah it's freaking mean man i mean for, i know for, i don't know that they, for our entertainment they wouldn't do that today they'd cgi <laughs> that shit or something i don't I, know what I'd like they to do point out that that is yeah. the moment at which my wife left the watching the movie and didn't come back <laughs> Yeah. I'm out. She only saw the first sixth of this movie, like yes. the first yeah. of this movie. Oh wow! Yeah, this movie is 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 torture. So I mean, if if that's that's what this movie is really about. If you really look at it, every segment is about torture. It's all torture. So if, yeah. if you can't if you can't deal with that, then yeah, this is not going to be the. So movie. let's look at the three main fears. Number uh, first one, torture is addiction and not being able to control right. yourself, right? And then having yeah, right. dire consequences. Second one is torture of being an, at heights or whatever scares you about being on the outside of that building and threatening in the wife's head and all that. Sure. And then third, third one the is bag? someone's going to stop me from breathing or steal my air while I sleep and I'm going to die. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the weird one to me there, because that's a very any, intimate did one. Anyone yep. have the thought, oh, that little goblin is trying to steal her soul? Did you think that? Yeah. I, well, I, I thought yeah. I was trying to steal her life force is what I that's that's the kind of the 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 trope right yeah because like the mist coming out of her is not just air you know right right unless unless that's just what they have to show to show that he's really close to taking her air is that right uh, but yeah i mean i gotta say i feel like i I gotta say the biggest mistake in the film was trying to make me smile by showing me the world's (laughs) tiniest knife on that fan (laughs) I'm sorry, because up to that point, you're seeing a, a knife that seems dangerous. Yeah, it seems right. it, do, it doesn't right. seem like lethal, but it seems dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you see the world's tiniest knife, you're like, oh, it wasn't dangerous. You're supposed to laugh and go, oh, I was how silly. But I was just like, no, screw you, movie. Mm. Show me the <laughs> knife that you've been showing me all along. Right. Because right. I'm supposed to be scared, you know? Mm. Yeah. 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 I think the biggest mistake they made uh, for me was hiring both Robert Hayes and James Woods because it's like putting Leslie Bibb and Maggie (laughs) Grace in the same movie. I thought the same thing. I mean, if we didn't, if we didn't know, you know, know, both of those actors well, but if we didn't, yeah, yeah, if we didn't know, like James Woods, you know, whatever his his current state of things is super weird. But uh, (laughs) so if we didn't have that, like if you came to this raw, you'd think, oh, they're bringing him back for the second. Not only not only that, they literally had James Woods talk to James Rebhorn. Mm -hmm. James Rebhorn shows up and I'm like, oh, whoa, that's his that's his other guy. That's the other guy that's like him. Yeah. Yeah. Rebhorn. We talk. We see him a lot on film sack. I feel like. Yeah. 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 And uh, I love his little, uh, uh, his uh, big, lo- big, big, big trouble in little China smoke. Mm-hmm. I'm right, I mean, like, like, uh, you know, 15 cigarettes at once. And yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I only, when did I only he pass have played two years ago. A couple years. Oh, yeah. for 2014. Wow. Okay. It's been I just, like eight I years. always think. I don't know why my n- most most notable memory of him, and even though it's a million things, the guy worked like crazy. Was 1998's finale of Seinfeld? He played the, he played oh, yeah. the DA who was 
prosecuting uh, Jerry and George and Elaine. And I never I forget that for uh, some reason, but yeah. Scent of a woman is the, the, the oh, dean of the school that, uh, I took a flamethrower to this place. Yeah. He, he ended up becoming a, th- that's what he became lawyers yes. and stodgy school runners. Kind of, and- kind of the villain, the, the typical villain kind of dude. Yeah. Kind of but in not everything. The, not the big boss, but the, the mini boss. Right. <laughs> well, Mike, what would you say? And Randy, you said something about, um, I, I actually thought we had seen James Rebhorn more in film sack. Oh, I've only, man. this is only the fourth one as oh, far as wow. I can see. So what we got the game, um, we got the game, real Day. steel and independence day. Yeah. Oh, and, is he in real steel? Yeah. yeah. He's in real steel. Yeah. And of course for my money, the game is the standout there. That's like, he's amazing in that movie and he's like, plays an important role. That. That's what I'm trying to remember. Jeez, yeah. I can't remember these characters. Remember. That's I know. I can remember Sean Penn. I can remember Michael Douglas. Who? What was James yeah, so Rebhorn's? Uh, Rebhorn. Rebhorn was like the main foil on the on the in the company that was orchestrating all of this. Oh, he's the one that oh, stood there why. in the scene, and he and he is that famous scene where he's standing there going. He, you don't know that, plays, that, 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 or whatever. There was like a moment. Yeah. I can't remember. He plays he the said. company man. That's the reason why I never yeah. can. And, and that's what it is. And just while we're on actors, we've seen a lot before, and I'm not counting Frank Welker. Sorry, never will. Um, <laughs> oh, I have to. No more Optimus Prime. I have to play Frank Welker when we see him and or hear him speaking like a human. If if you got that, then he counts. But him him making cat noises, noises? like why didn't they just record a cat? Oh yeah. So because well, you have to torture a cat to make him yell like yeah. that. Oh, oh yeah, they did. Oh. But you know, <laughs> shame. The person in this film, and it's a blink and you'll miss him. Uh, person in this film is uh, J- uh, uh, Charles Dutton. Charles Dutton, oh, the Rock. Yeah, or just it's Rock. Just Rock. Yeah, just, just Rock. Just Rock. No, okay. uh, a Rock. Yes. Charles Dutton has been in six film sack films now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alien oh, Three wow. to be uh, to, to be pointed. Yeah, about that's a it. good one. Yeah, loved him in that. Yeah. Uh, what? Else? Tell me he, the others. Who was he in this? He was uh, one of the henchmen, right? One of um, Gambler Dude's uh, buddies. Oh, was yeah, he? Yeah, his character name was Dom, and again, he was really like barely in this movie. Yeah, let's see. Cat's his character line. names like Ducky, Dom. What was, yeah. what was the what was the guy from the very beginning? It's a really weird name. Oh, uh, uh, junk. Junk. junk, junk, yeah. Tony uh, Monafo. Monafo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Monafo. Yeah, we've seen him five times now. He he gets uh, these little bit roles in film sack movies. Yeah. Tony Monafo. Do you notice that? Um, Okay. Why does he have an IMDb photo? Because I, I instantly recognize him. I know, I right? It's weird. He just doesn't care know. about it or something. Who knows? I guess you oh. got your people have to put something up there. But I have to pay uh, ten dollars to upload my photo. I'm not going to do it. That's right. See? I'm not subscribing to IMDb Pro. Forget that crap. Listen yeah. <laughs> here, see. I don't know why he talks like that, but uh, the guy who I always see and I always think it's Danny Aiello, uh, uh, Aiello, Mike uh, Star, Mike yeah. Star, yeah. who played yeah. Ducky. It's yeah. impossible for me to separate those two men. I can't Absolutely. do yes, it. Yes, it is. Right. Absolutely. Uh, like, which one was in Harlem Nights? I actually I don't, don't know. know. I, I, yeah. Which one was in um, <laughs> Which one was in Dumb and Dumber is the is the big question. Well, I, I know it's Mike Stark because I looked it up. But before I looked it up, I didn't know. Like, that's how bad it is. And I'm not saying, right. you know, like, great. He's good. And, and also, so it was Danny Aiello. But they're interchangeable. They're the Leslie Bibb. Uh, what's the yeah, other name? Maggie Grace. Maggie I'll, Grace. I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah. Uh, Star outlived uh, Aiello, so maybe he's the he's the victor. He's the victor here. He's the Highlander of this scenario. (laughs) Whoever wins the long or lives the longest wins. Yes, I'm looking at a picture. Star's in a bunch. He's he's a great older like um, 
like mobster now he's yeah. in you know movies as a or tv shows as a like you know just a heavy and he's yeah. an older guy wearing a tracksuit. you yeah. know he's perfect yeah. for it mm-hmm. apparently oh man they were together running, on running in those dress shoes it, that that was great in the opening with the the quitters ink oh the, yeah running back and forth running. in his right in his dress shoes <laughs> oh god oh yeah my gosh that guy is the jogger yeah that guy yeah. sucked he was a he was who was he was he no he's nobody Junk. right was that that yeah, nobody? He was, oh, he was, I, don't know. I mean, he was a dude who was uh, keeping an eye on on uh, Woods. No, I mean, yeah, what yeah. was his? I'm oh. saying the actor. What did we know him from? Nothing. Oh, oh nothing. No. Sweaty yeah. feet in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He just struck dude me. Dude who as laughs him. at cats. Yeah. <laughs> and wives getting getting tortured. He struck me as somebody's brother-in-law who got on set and they said, "Hey, right. can you step in and do this for us and wear Speaking these shoes?" Of which, yeah. How come there doesn't doesn't uh, Stephen King usually try and find a way to do a cameo in some of his films or back I, then? Yes. Yeah. 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 Especially back then. The only thing I saw was his Pet Cemetery book. I saw a couple of little oh, references well, like and that. Dead right. Zone on the TV and yeah. Christine Carr, Cujo. You didn't need yeah. to put a bumper sticker on that car. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> I know. They might as well have a name tag on the dog that said, Hi, my name is Cujo. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. So, yeah, with all the King, uh, you know, cameos, maybe he just felt like this was one to sit out. He doesn't need his face in it, I guess. Also, right. Also, oh. hey, uh, IMDb editors, people around here who you know can go uh, edit IMDb. The trivia doesn't need to be 17 entries on these references. It could be one <laughs> right. entry yes. with all of the references to other Stephen King. So stuff. true, this, yeah. This this movie inspires uh, individuals who like to go too far. If you go to this, is the first time I've ever seen it on Wikipedia on any of the movies we've seen. There is a a notice on the plot. This article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Now it's like, what? What is this stupid warning? Yeah. I read it. It was. It was too long and it was excessively detailed. It was a lot. And yeah, yeah, it was a lot. All the way from 2017 and yeah. still, yeah, no one's edited it. I, I think there. I you know I I kind of understand that though. Like if you if I if I was really into Wikipedia as an editor. Like, right. you know, I, I, I kind of understand like it's a movie where you can't just summarize it or if you do I don't think you're doing it justice because there is a lot under the surface here at least right. in the first two mm-hmm. <laughs> thirds mm-hmm. right right but I you know I get it I understand trying to be like yeah but then James Wood is like why okay I got to explain why in the hell and I still don't know by the way <laughs> why was he engaged with this outfit what what Oh, they don't. Is, they don't establish is, yeah. it other than he wants to quit smoking. That's it. Well, his friend dropped him off, who was yeah. in the program already. It was one of those, one of those things. Oh, He's supposed for to try and work for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, yeah and plus, his motivation was that oh, I he forgot about to that be guy. there for his family. He yeah. kind of mentions that briefly. That you know he's doing it for his family. I guess. Sure, sure. but I mean, if you're yeah. going to get psychological help at a new place. Right, and you're just sitting by the mafia, and you don't know it until you get in there. In the, you're sitting in the waiting room, and someone gets dragged in, kicking and screaming. Yeah, uh, you leave. Yeah, just he was leave. trying to. He was trying to leave, and he got caught. You didn't know it was. Like, you out. didn't know it was being run by Catskills comedian Alan King. You didn't. Uh, <laughs> yes. Love Alan King, by yeah, the way. He's great. He's so, such a great pick for this. Such great casting for this uh, role. I yes. like him a lot as well. I'm a real son of a bitch. Left us back in 04, but uh, <laughs> I've been tons of stuff. He was great in Casino. Um, good in what else? Uh, Rush Hour. He's very. He's just. Rush he was hour. great. That guy was great. Yeah. 
I don't yeah. understand why he was never a like a general that shows up on an episode of MASH because he would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. He oh, would have yeah. been good at that. Yeah. 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 That happened a lot with MASH, so I'm surprised they didn't tap that dude. Maybe back back then, though, he was on stage going, <laughs> ah, you take my mother, please, or whatever they were doing back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take my wife, please, but I like that one, yeah. too. No. <laughs> take my mother. It was always like the mother-in-law joke <laughs> and the take my wife, please, so you really just yeah. kind of combine the two. Well done. Not, not meaning to swing too hard back to Mike Starr, but I just wanted to point out how hard a worker this dude is he's got 12 projects in pre post and complete production status he worked right. uh was in two films in 2022 one two three four four movies in 2021 uh one in 2020 a bunch of 2019s let's see six mo- five movies wow. in 2019 this dude has never not been working since right. 1978 constant like multiple times a year in the 90s 1990 alone seven movies what the frick, Mike Starr? You get a star on your forehead. Yeah, you get you get a star. Oh, let's not forget to mention uh, the. <laughs> let's not forget to mention the money man, Dino De, De Laurentiis. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah no. That's he's part. He's he's the money man. He's also the one that if you will, if you look at these movies, a lot of these actors they show up again because he pushes him. He's like he's like, oh, I know this is a box office draw. Firestarter, sure. Let's bring in. Uh, let's bring in uh, Drew What's Barrymore. Man, Drew man, Barrymore man. again for some cat's eye. You did know, he do most of these? Money. Then he do. I, I, I don't know this for sure, but didn't he produce most of King's '80s material? I yes, he, he did. And man, if you if you want to look like uh, almost everything on the De Laurentiis page is like ripe for film sack because uh, it's just always fun. Yeah. On stuff. Is he around? Is he still with us? Or? No, no. I think no. he's passed, hasn't he? Okay. No, is he still around? No, 2010. 2010. Okay. All right. He passed away in 2010. He never, he never Born forget. in 1919. James, oh, wow. James Woods is still around, but he has uh, retired. I, w- I went and followed up on what. But <laughs> retired he's seven, from sanity, I think. He's, yeah, he's, he's 75 years old, uh, and he's he's done. Um, oh, speaking of D- Dino De Laurentiis movies, Barbarella, uh, some news dropped that yeah. it's they're making a new one with that girl from uh, Euphoria. I forgot her name. The really? blonde. Yeah, that could be cool. Sydney yeah, Sweeney. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney. That's it. Mm-hmm. She likes yeah. to let me sit. Let me put it this way. That show, she's happy to have her boobs out. Barbarella had her <laughs> boobs out. We're ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah, this will be uh Perfect. Yeah. Perfect cast. And she's also a good actor. So, you know, good actor who's willing to, I'm not saying it's a perfect combination, but if you're going to show your boobs and you're a good actor, I don't know, more power to you, whatever. Yeah. Show yeah, your yeah. boobs. Uh, first, I use mine as a, as a coaster, but <laughs> <laughs> your left one though, your left one. Yeah. My left one. The right one's no good. It's yeah, forget about the right one. Slides That's right off. Just a joke. The question I have right now is why aren't we talking about Drew Barrymore? And I think the answer is because she's so young that we don't think of her as a professional actor in this. And two, she's not really important to the movie. Like she mm. could have been anybody yeah. laying in a bed with her eyes closed. I mean, she's you know? good and right, she's yeah. recognizable and she's got the ET star power and all that going on. Plus, like you said, yeah. Firestarter and stuff. So right. I feel like it was a, at the time was probably a great choice. Um, had, she, this, had she started the cocaine by this? Point? No, this is right before that. I looked that up. I'm glad you brought oh, that really? up. Yeah, this is right before her drug her drug stuff. Um, she, oh yeah, my god! Even this young, geez, I was making a joke, but I didn't realize she. Oh, did she was super young. young when she started on, getting yeah. on the drug stuff. Yeah. In this movie, she's like I'm, I'm ten, so eleven, glad that, something like that. Ten I, or eleven. I, I'm so glad that she made that made it through Hollywood. Yeah, Just, for sure. God, it was that yeah, was. She's doing ride. good. I mean, I'm happy she made it through Tom or Tom. Uh, what's his <laughs> Green? name? Tom Green's <laughs> Tom marriage. Green, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just man. Okay, getting through Hollywood and drugs is one thing, but Tom Green's uh, marriage to Tom Green—he's out sucking cows' boobs and stuff—and forget it. Right. Yeah. 
I kind of. I love. Uh, the, uh, there was a recent. Uh, I, I saw something when I was going down the reading about Drew Barrymore. And she was talking to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis about getting high and watching Halloween, and she ended up having to go to the hospital. Wow. Uh, yeah. Right. That'll do it. So yeah, it, it, she would have been super young. So uh, yeah, that would have been. Um, well, let's see. I mean, she would have seen when it in the came 80s, out. So but... I'm assuming she must have watched it during the 80s, like most of the rest of us. Because in this, she's like she's era. like 10 or 11. By the math, I can figure out. She's 10. She's 10. 10. In this and and her stories yeah. are that around 11 or 12, she was it was all in. Let's go drugs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's, it's a, a bummer. bummer. But it's like me. I said, it's it's the, it's a bummer. But then again, out of all of the all of the teen stars from that era, she did pretty good considering. How much she, she oh, oh right, yes. I, as much as I hate the phrase Hollywood royalty, she is a yeah. great entry in yeah. in the Hollywood royalty list and has been for, I don't, I don't know, it's been a good 20, 25 years since she yeah. really cleaned up and, uh, you yeah. know, like pursued the path that she's currently Yeah, on. she's also, I mean, keep in mind, literally from Hollywood lo- royalty, her, yeah. the Barrymore's right. are huge. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so she continues it on. Uh, does she have any kids that are, like, showing promise? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, that's a that's a that's an interesting question, right? Yeah. Because like yeah. we get uh, we get people forced on us, you know, as an audience. There, it's like the world says, "Here, you're gonna you got to watch this person in this thing," and we're like, "Okay," you know, like we don't right. judge them their abilities, but before seeing them in something, yeah. and like it it wouldn't surprise me at all if the next generation of Barry Morse is in a bunch of movies, you know, right. I wouldn't, I, I mean, good luck to him. I hope they do it yeah. without the drugs. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like Hollywood's that's, that's in a, a better thing. If you better place right, for kids you, right now, I think. I yeah. If you had a Hollywood mom, I mean, who went through all this, it'd be, it'd be also, it'd be great and also be terrible because she'd be like, she wouldn't let you do anything. However, she would be a good guy. Here's what would happen. Here's what will happen. She's going to have a daughter who's a really good kid who's going to be into acting and be all really ever had on her shoulders. She's over there. Right. But she had a son of Tom Green who just wants to suck cow's udders. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, she, but she didn't, have, about, um, she didn't have any yeah. kids with Tom Green. Her Both of her children were yeah. from uh, Will Copelman. Oh, they're good. both named Copelman. Good, good, good. Her, her children, and her children are very young. They're yeah. like, Again, no, no shade on Tom. No, <laughs> no shade on Tom Green. I, I kind of like him. I just, no. I'm just saying, you know, he's. Oh, I like Tom Green. Small doses. I like, I like his con- contribution to the movie Road Trip because it's kind of Tom Green in small doses. But yeah. I don't know if I can sit through Freddie Got Fingered. I, yeah. I think that. Yeah. I, not with a pinky. I definitely <laughs> think Tom Green. I think Tom Green knows. Tom Green knows. He's aware of who he is. So yeah, I, I think it's sure. okay to give him some shade. He absolutely knows. He has a TikTok channel I yeah. follow where every TikTok he says, Hi, I'm Tom Green and this is my TikTok. And then he does something. Yeah. And yeah, part of me, part weird. of me likes that. I don't know what it is yeah. about it, but yeah. I'll take it. It's fine. Uh here's some trivia for you. This was against director Lewis Teague's uh wishes. Uh the studio cut out a prologue that explained the cat's motivations. Uh, they considered it too silly. As a result, many viewers are confused by the connection between the three stories. No one is confused. No one's confused. No one's confused. Yeah, it's all fine. I, I agree with Randy. That's I still, mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Of it's yeah. called Cat's Eye at the Top. I mean, it's obviously from the cat's perspective. There is a little confusion. It's like, well, why has he got this psychic connection with Drew Barrymore's character who's showing up and like giving, you know, I don't know what was it was the scene like like some kind of witchcraft thing or something I'm assuming maybe like uh, some kind of put a spell on you cat thing does it say what the little thing was the, uh, it, it didn't say but they maybe that's maybe a, that's what it would have been 
I don't know. Right. This is th- because that part of it is a wholly original story just for this movie, whereas the other two stories are short stories by Stephen King. Right. Uh, I think from the Night Shift book. So, uh, and yes, the cat is really just there to be us. It's our the cat's eye is our eye in those two stories. And the third one, the right. cat's eye yes. is directly involved in the product. So our in the first two stories is mostly the cat's butt because he's always running away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the cat's, cat's asshole. Tail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, I have something. I have a note here for uh, Ibit because I just thought this was hilarious. Because I'm sitting there listening to the movie. We're watching the movie. He goes sure. to that smoker party, which was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Everything, <laughs> yeah, everything smoking. Hallucination. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the the painting was my favorite with the eyes that moved and the smoke coming out of his nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway, right then I hear this. Oh yeah. And I get excited. I'm like, oh, they're gonna have it, they're gonna play a police song. And I keep <laughs> listening and I listen. And they're and I'm like, oh, so far so good. This party's really uh-huh. kicking off. And then this happens right here. Who the hell yeah. is that? That's not it's them. No idea. It's, it's some, a like, really good cover though. No, no, it's not. It's, no, it's, it's not. a garbage cover really that they is. that they basically did just to save some money by you know Whatever not using the police version. <laughs> but do you, I, how much money do you save? You still have to pay uh, when you're making a movie. Yeah, but you don't have to pay the mechanical rights to the police sure. or to oh. to A and M, which is I think who the police the label that the police were. This on is why I brought then. this up because I just look what Ibit knows. He knows things. I know. We don't I just know. got a knowledge drop on me. Who that hurt? Knowledge yeah. bomb dropped. Yeah, that was oh, performed no. by. Oh, it doesn't even say. It, doesn't, it, doesn't say. No, it was say. It was performed yeah. performed by Rando at karaoke bar. Performed, <laughs> yeah, performed exactly. by Alan King coming down the steps. <laughs> I loved it. And that and mouthing the lyrics. Yeah, yeah that was great. Yeah. That, I that I picked I picked up on it a lot earlier than Scott because that is the karaoke version of the of the song. Like you, you, right. you know, you just you're not hearing the police. There was just enough <laughs> going on. They pulled, there, there they was pulled an, me. Yeah, and there was enough going on that it was distracting enough where I they fooled yeah. me too. It's like, oh, that's this is that right. song, and then then they used it two other times in the movie. They yep. did, yeah, right. which tells me it, they got a deal. To the cat's eye watching you, right? Exactly. The cat, the cat's eye is watching you. The right. the uh, the troll is going to take your breath. Every take breath your you breath. Take. Yes, and uh, and then we get to all learn how record players work in the third part. <laughs> And it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I was so worried. I was like, "No, don't scratch it." Don't yeah, scratch don't scratch it. it. It's funny how when you speed up a a cover of a police song to forty five, when it's a thirty three yeah. and a third, it all of a sudden starts sounding like another police song. Like it sounds like something from Regatta de Blanc or uh, Outlandish Amor, one of the first albums. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was the commentary he was making a little. Uh, yeah. Was- While we're talking about the music, you want to talk about that last song and uh, yes. Ray Stevens? Oh yeah, and let's do talk yes, about that. Yes, the Ray Stevens songs. I saw yes. that in the credits. I'm like, that wasn't Ray Stevens. Oh, not, Ray not the yeah, not the. Hey, they call him the streak. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, this is an original song, but it wasn't written for this movie. I, oh really? The song Cat's yeah, Eye. Yeah, it wasn't. Right. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's called Cat's Eye. Yeah, yeah. According to the trivia, anyway. Do you see who co-wrote the song? Yeah, with, Bruce uh, Valanche. Bruce Valanche. What? Like Oscar, <laughs> Bruce Valanche. Oscar uh, comedy writer Bruce Valanche in Center Square. Yeah, Bruce I was going to say Center Square. That's amazing. All right. Well, that's a weird. That's weird. Yeah. Very weird. Right. Especially because the, the singer is Ray Steve with a PH, right? It's not like Stephen, yeah. Stephen, Stephen King. Stephen. Yeah. Very, very briefly right. in The Village People. Right. Right. Yeah, which one? Who was he? What yeah. uh, what uh, one, role did he play? Album. Yeah, hold on. Uh, 
don't don't care about Malibu. The, I want to know the, what his he's outfit the, was. He's the, he's the phone guy, right? Isn't he like the the telephone the uh, telephone technician guy? Like the guy no. who climbs up a pole. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, this race, Stevens, right? They kind of, they kind this, of all did, didn't they? Yeah, this they race, did. Stevens, during his one year in the village, people was the policeman. Really. I'll always okay. remember him as Roy from the Great Space Coaster. So you guys can suck it. Is that true? That's true. Also, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to yeah. do with this info. And his name is <laughs> yeah, Ray too Stevens. Much. Exactly, blew my mind. I like. There's, I saw that in twenty minutes. There's, worth going there's down nothing to do with it. Wow. Ray Stevens is a singer, a country singer who made one comedy song, and that's what he got famous oh, for. No, he did not. He made was so albums. many of those that every the, the song "Everything Was Beautiful" "Everything Is Beautiful" was the weird anomaly compared yeah, yeah. to. The Streak and Mr. Jaws, like as Ahab the Arab, was that him? Was he Ahab the Rahab? No, that no, was no. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Yeah, uh, no, was it a was that I can't remember who did uh, Ahab the Arab, but uh, no, it was always, it was always, oh, I'm here at the scene of such and such, and what do you have to say about that? And then it's a yeah. clip from a popular song of the day, and then, right. uh, oh no, it looks like you're about to eat me. Why are you doing this? I, I'm sorry. Ahab the Arab was a it Ray, is Ray Stevens, Stevens song. Yep. Oh, it okay. really was. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Ray yeah. Stevens doing corrected. his thing. I was, a, I was a little kid with a record player, and I had all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, the only reason I remember that is because I heard it on Dr. Demento when I was a kid. I remember hearing that and going, yeah. Ray Stevens with Ahab the Arab. I'm like, this isn't going to play in about 20 years yeah. when that's <laughs> super offensive. <laughs> and I had the 45 for Guitar Zan, and it had oh, a... Yeah. Uh, a special yeah. version of the streak on the B side. God, I thought I thought his whole shtick, because Ahab the Arab and Guitar Zen weren't weren't songs where it was clips of other songs inserted into him. So I thought that was I didn't realize he did. He branched out into other kinds yeah. of comedy Look music. Look at Ray Stevens with a V getting free press out of the cat's eye. Good I know, job. right? Well done. <laughs> it must have been hard though, you because you had a I mean, I don't know how big Ray Stevens really was, but He's 83 now, still with us, still still with us at home, 83, looking, looking good, doing what he needs. And I'm telling you, the streak was a very strange thing to me as a small child. It's absolutely chock full of other songs that were like on the radio at a time that I wasn't listening to the radio you know like it's like yeah. from the oh, early really? 70s oh god that was i was such an am radio kid that it was like oh that's no, but those that's songs are from the early 70s and i'm like listening to the streak in the late 80s you know what i'm saying yeah and so it like introduced me to a bunch of stuff that i hadn't heard but what it was, was nice it was there. strange that way everything is beautiful was what oh 1970s that's pretty old yeah um yeah such a weird such a weird turn for him oh wow he was only ever married to one lady uh, I don't know why that impresses me, but in music, just in the, the music, one lady, yeah, holy in, shit. in the music what? business, how, they name, call him the streak though. Na- name people with uh, more, you know, there's, it's just rare is all, you know, you just yeah. don't hear about it yeah. very often, but anyway, I hope he's okay. And he's someone's, someone's bringing him his porridge this morning or whatever soft food he needs. <laughs> uh, they call me the shit. Here's one. Uh, the police. Oh, they actually, it said here, the police song, you say you hear it in a few places. Uh, original version was too expensive. The cover was used and I guess it was so cheap. They used it three times. Uh, so we already yeah. read that. Yeah. Here we go. Louis Teague, director of Cat's Eye, also directed Cujo. Also Cujo and Christine were both films released in 1983. Uh, then this. Then the very next year, Maximum Overdrive. King was a busy boy. Yes. It was all he shit. Was a busy but, boy. Yeah. But not Teague. Teague didn't direct Maximum Overdrive. No, no, no. But the idea, all the Stephen King shit was just proof that yeah. Stephen King was having a moment. Although I think kind of a bad moment in retrospect. There, there was... Think. 
It's not really good. During the whole, all of the eighties. I mean, everybody was just trying to go. It's like, they're going like, Oh my God, Stephen King has so many stories. How do we put this on film? Mm-hmm. And, and it took a really long time for them to, to really start getting this, those right. How do we put this on podcast? This is our 16th episode where Stephen right. King wrote part, at least part of the movie. <laughs> He's a busy boy. Had a lot wow, going on. He's a busby boy. I'm Which, Stephen what King. What the number Christopher Walken movie is this for us? <laughs> do we? Do we? Again, I don't like to count. <laughs> um, hold on. Yeah, no, I know. It's, we don't it's even hardly a Christopher Walken film because he's right. appearing in another movie that a character's okay. watching. But, yeah, it's on yeah. the screen, but I still, yeah. still, I think did he get counts. a credit? In this? He probably did. Yeah, he got a freaking credit. You got to count it. I think it's fine to count. Yeah, you have to because his likeness is right there. Yeah, he's there. Right he's there. doing a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a we little meta. We still the Dead Zone, which we do need to see. We absolutely right. need to see Dead Zone. Why have we not yeah. done that? What is wrong with us? I'm going to go back and I think Randy was saying earlier that you didn't like the practical effects. Randy, was that what you were saying? Because I got to say that I think that oh, I think I the, think the character think design the design is amazing. There, okay, there's some effects in this movie that are oh. uh, like made me scratch my head. The facial like, movements on the troll alone, right? Were, what do you think about the creature design? I think I think that was just amazing. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. The yeah. troll was just amazing. Uh, the troll was great. I thought that whole that worked way better than it should have for 1985. Yeah. I was shocked by yeah. that. And you got to remember, his, his like, way- this is a year where what we got, like, Back to the Future. And I, yeah. the connection here is the same. Uh, it's Sylvester, uh, <laughs> score guy. They couldn't be more different. Although, in a couple right. of cases, they sound a lot alike, but but they're, but it's all synthy here, right? Oh, God. Every time they show the cat, it's like Link is finding the Master Sword. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a freaking, he's got his own theme song. I kind of like it. Did you capture any of that that sound? I that did. Music? I did. I caught a piece of it because it sounded just like, oh, Marty just punched uh, what's yeah. his name and is now riding off on yeah. a skateboard or whatever. It just had that vibe to it. So it's they, clear he was working. It was working on these two things at right. the same time. Yeah, <laughs> no question. Alan Silverstreet was doing stuff. Is that what we said? Yeah, yeah. Silvestri. Yeah, Silvestri. Yeah, I always say that. Same wrong. guy. Uh, yeah. Or same, yeah. Same, he was having a moment too. Did a lot of movies not then, be, but yeah. not to be confused, Brian, with uh, Tweety and Sylvester. Yeah. You're right, right. Yeah, Tweety exactly. and Sylvester. But in this one, they decided to go full synth, and then Back yeah. to the Future. It's orchestrated, and I think that was the better Thank choice. Yeah. If they, you know, if they were going to have those two things reversed, I don't think we'd love Back to the Future as much as we do. Yeah, I think you're right. I say that about Star Wars too. I don't think Star Wars yeah. is a blip on our history without music and sound without work. Without John Williams, yeah, for yeah. sure. My my uh, favorite cameo of the film, though, had to be the uh, what you can afford when you quit smoking, which is the Cabbage Patch doll that uh, he, <laughs> that James Wood was able to afford at this time. Right, right, amazing. Oh, take it out of the box that just devalued it. About he took it right bucks. in the freaking box. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, and his daughter was supposed to be going to the school for exceptional children, and she's like, "What's the name?" And she's like, "Norma, no, Norm." I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> not exceptional I, unless okay. you mean this is their first day at the school okay <laughs> hold on though uh by exceptional children do we mean yeah. well we don't know school? the movie didn't know either figure out yeah we don't know that's the problem i i when i saw them hugging and hanging out i went oh they mean she's special in that way quotes quote unquote yeah yeah but 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 maybe maybe she was just super brilliant and therefore was on this uh, uh, scale of autism that we didn't know about in the 80s we didn't know what that meant so i don't know this movie hand waved the hell out of that 
Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, we just need to make Drew Barrymore look different in each every time you see her. So <laughs> yeah. let's make her look like this. Yeah. Uh, I do have a what grossed Scott out the most? Was there was oh. there one for you, Scott? Uh, there wasn't, but but do tell because really? maybe, uh, maybe oh we'll really because there will be as soon as I describe this to you. All right. Uh, the cat eating the uh, raw fish, the mm. dead fish on the plate with and the then, parsley, yeah, and, and then um, licking Drew Barrymore's lips. Oh, yeah, you know what? I didn't connect the two. You were right. The, that, that definitely qualifies. The weirdest, qualifies. creepiest setup for a thing like, what, is the yeah. cat going to like French Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Is the cat going to suck her heart? <gasps> Cats are gross, Jesus. man. Cats are gross. They eat gross things, then they lick things, and they're gross. They're horrible. My creatures. grandmother like uh, like their buttholes. Yeah, their buttholes. Cat, or, or quote unquote cat's eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my grandmother came over once uh, to my old apartment. I had a cat named Juliet, and Juliet loved butterscotch dum dum. So anytime I went to the <laughs> bank, I would fi- fish through their uh, their plant their plant. You know the uh, sir, sir, stop the, palming. <laughs> yeah, the, well, like uh, you know how they've got the they have, they have a, a planter that's filled with uh, dum dums at each station. Yeah. I find the the butterscotch, bring it home, and then I'd lick it to start the smell, and then give it to the cat. <laughs> get activated. You got to activate <laughs> so, so it smells right. Uh-huh. And then the cat would just go, you know, crazy. <laughs> Uh, my grandmother came over and I demonstrated this for her and, and she says, well, I hope you don't put that back in your mouth after she's licked oh, it yeah. because oh. she goes around and she licks her own butt and then she licks the other cat's butt in the neighborhood and then she licks that. And of course, immediately when she said that I had to put the thing in my mouth just to- Oh my God. Yeah. Take that, right. grandma. Oh man. <laughs> you really showed her. There's butterscotch, but there's something else too. What is it? Uh, oh, it smells cat like butthole. Cat <laughs> butthole of all the neighborhood cats. Yeah, or as Dunaway said, the cat's eye. That's what that's actually. Yeah, the cat's eye. Yeah. Do you ever wrap brown. that back up and yeah. take it back to the bank? Wrap it back up. Just put it back. Here, <laughs> no, I don't. No. I'd like to make a deposit <laughs> and then run. Just throw it in there and run. <laughs> I love that. Uh, take it, these back. <laughs> it is uh, this idea though that cats are out licking other cats' buttholes. Is that true? I've never even heard yeah. that. Oh, oh, absolutely. My it's, cats. I have. I have five cats, and they're always they sniffing they butts. So they're sniffing butts, but they're not licking butts. Yeah. Why Time would to they? change the subject. <laughs> Look, I don't know what cats do in their off time. That's uh, gross. Cats are gross. Uh, here's some more uh, trivia. I don't know if you guys know this, but ten years from this, 1995, James Woods and Alan King, who were squaring off in this thing would both appear in casino together once again and it made me wonder did they get there you know day one and go hey remember that weird smoking piece of shit we made do you think that happened (laughs) conversation if you start smoking yet (laughs) they just laugh about it that cat was that something or what (laughs) i'm sure they did Anyway, I only knew what we did to that cat. Okay, like more. I, I got more questions though about James Woods. He kept okay. tapping cigarettes in a way that I don't understand. Now I, uh, oh, yeah, I will fully packing, admit packing, that yeah, I am, yeah. and I don't mean the pack. Okay, because it was when you would take oh. the cigarettes out of the yeah, pack. individual. Yeah. You do this. That's, you would do this with an individual cigarette. So, so this is my question: as someone who has never smoked in his entire life, I don't know what that is. What are you tapping? What is happening when you do that? Okay, so the tobacco you understand is little tiny bits of loose leaves. Yeah. And it's inside a rolled piece of paper. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you hold the thing uh, filter down and tap that filter on your hand or on the table or whatever, yeah. that tobacco will pack itself a little bit. And so it'll leave a space at the end of the roll where you're going to light the paper. 
but you're not you're, you're oh but you're not lighting the stuff on some, fire some directly. settling may have occurred essentially when right you, when you do that tapping and you pack it down it burns slower the gotcha. whole thing lasts longer okay because i've never yeah. seen it before at least i don't think i have i probably haven't just didn't register but he kept doing it it was oh, impossible wow. for me not to notice it especially the one he fished out of his glove box and was i hiding and he's just yeah. like tap 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 tap. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, what is? I that? lived with two smokers. Any of the four of us ever smoke a cigarette? I, oh yeah, I never smoked did. one. Yes, uh, uh, developed a did habit. Inhale? <laughs> did you inhale, bro? <laughs> well, I've, I've smoked a cigarette or two, but never like I've never smoked a pack or bought any. It was more like, oh yeah, I guess I'll try that. My, one. For me, it was all secondhand. You know, trips to Vegas. Yeah. Never had a right. Never had one in my mouth. <laughs> felt like am, some of those trips to Vegas. I felt like I smoked. A <laughs> yeah, a I'm pretty sure there's a quantifiable number of cigarettes I have smoked by just right. being in right. Vegas right. over time. But it's way worse. It sounds like you you smoked for a while. Yeah, by this past November, I hit 20 years uh, uh, completely tobacco free. Oh, you, you joined um, the plan. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I uh, we did. We have yeah. to get uh, Sam Jane to like yeah, dance yeah. on a uh, electrified <laughs> grid. I haven't seen her finger uh, though. Hmm. And you know, I was I was a pretty bad smoker uh, when I was in my mid twenties. You were just bad at it. Yeah, yeah. Did you light the, light the wrong <laughs> hand, or uh, it was just you know a lot of peer pressure. And and I and I, yeah. I mean that really sincerely. Like if you if you're uh, young and you go to work at a at a place where everybody's smoking and they're all oh, taking a smoke break, you know, you yeah. just yeah. If you work at a restaurant, do you, you I mean what's the everybody's going on smoke break? I want to go on smoke break. It's, I want to go. It's amazing how many chefs and cooks are smokers, and yeah. you know you see it on. Uh, yes, I do watch Hell's Kitchen, but they're always off in the in the dorms between dinner service, like chain smoking and yeah it, that stuff it's just the only destroys excuse, your taste buds your everything it's the only excuse that you can use while working at a restaurant that they're like yeah go ahead go ahead and to take, take a break, a break yeah. to like yeah, yeah go ahead and take a break to get yeah. out wow Jesus. Well, interesting i'm here to tell you quitting smoking was the best thing i ever did for myself in yes. my life you, mm. you cannot if you're a smoker you cannot have more benefits than you will if you quit smoking Having said that, I immediately gained 50 pounds and I've never gotten rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about Did you ever think about just having those patches full time? Just because those pay- no, oh, oh, hell no. No, yeah. absolutely not. My yeah. method was to hate tobacco and nicotine, like to hate it. Like oh. all, all in one day in my life, I decided I I find this despicable and I will not have anything. Was to this do first segment so did you in the spread film? out all your cigarettes on the top of a desk and go, <laughs> oh, yeah, go, go all Alan King? on it yeah. pound them yeah that's good such as that was such a great stupid moment it was really <laughs> stupid I, but did you not- but did this as a smoker and i mean this sincerely a, a segment like the first part of this movie or any movie where a lot of smoking happens does it does that bug you at all or does it make you oh, yeah. i don't know make you i don't like going or? to casinos in las vegas uh, yeah. because of it like and the thing is my uh, my entire like life smoking as a smoker started when I was 21 and on my 21st birthday, my brother took me to Las Vegas to celebrate my 21st birthday. And then for years I go, I went to Vegas every chance I got every two months I'm going to Vegas and I loved it. And then I quit smoking one day and then, Oh, damn, 
casinos are terrible. Yeah. Right. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Some of them are better now. You can go, they pipe so much vanilla air now through them that some of them I are not so bad. Yeah. I know the Bellagio started doing that, uh, around the time that I quit smoking, they started like really pumping in the, and they were, uh, you know, connected by a tram at the time to the Monte Carlo, which started immediately pumping some other like oatmeal smell. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. seriously. And it was like, Oh, I kind of like this. Yeah. This I is, could do yeah. this. Yeah. I like that too, actually. As a, you know, yeah, I, I don't have too. any kind of connection to smoking but i prefer like the cosmo just always smells so nice i like the aria is my my go-to and they even had sticks like you could buy that had the uh uh the the smell oh you take it home with you yeah i I want to connect i want to connect another part of this movie to me as a smoker okay i can actually do that please please Um, do during the time that i was a smoker i liked driving around and smoking in the car and I drove a 1977 E21 mm. BMW. Okay. And uh, it, it, this uh, James Woods is driving an E21 BMW in this movie. Nice. I don't know what year it was, but it's. I just kept seeing him, and I it's like brought me back mm. to that right. you know that time. And I'll bet you that car is still on the road. Though that was a bullet-proof car, mm. like. That those E twenty ones, I I man, you couldn't. Yeah, but they all they all smell like smoke. So yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. By the way, I think I found an old clip of Randy uh, right before he quit. Here it is, right here. What's your name, please? I'm Mary. What is going through your mind? And I used to be a smoke. Good lord, you were in. <laughs> Kid, why? You, why was why was Kermit? I don't know. Spe- I don't even know where I. F- I don't even know where I found that. Honestly, I don't know where I got well, it. I have no idea. Isn't that great though? I forgot. I forgot the Kermit part was even in there, but I thought it was just I'm married and I used to be a smoker. I used to smoke, and now I talk through this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you quit, Randy. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah. and I'm coming up on 21 years. That's fantastic. Good job. Nicely done. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, 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 nope. Can't find any new. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, I can't. You know what? Oh, can you train? Okay. Here's my question. This is actually a question that goes beyond the film, obviously, but can you train a cat? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. For sure. Can you? Yeah. Like you can, yeah, you, you can, can traumatize a cat. I feel like that? they don't give a shit. Like, yes, they like the, the only reason that they're so, they take so quickly to uh, litter boxes is because they're naturally inclined to have this, you know, this separate place to go and to bury it and to do their thing. And it's just, so you're easy saying for we've them. been fooling ourselves. We've been for, fooling. I feel, just, I feel like we've been fooling ourselves. I feel like you can't right. train. You, if you have a cat that likes treats, you can totally train that cat yeah, to do yeah, stuff. Agreed. Like you can teach it to use a toilet. Like in flush. I, I wouldn't, but yeah, you totally can. I kind of yeah, want yeah. to. Why wouldn't I? Uh, yeah. I know. That seems no, good. Why? What I really enjoyed was the scene where the cat is hunkered down in the middle of a busy street. Because oh, all, all you got to do is put the cat in a really tall glass box, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. And then it's it's perfectly safe, and you can drive cars past it and run really close. But yeah. I, I like that scene, just like, oh, that's a good cat right there. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah, just this week's cars flying by, and it's just sitting there. A quality cat, yeah. The quality cat. Also, when uh, uh, eyes. Yeah, go I got a, I got a, a trope out of that. Oh, uh, you did, did you? I want to hold on. Let me push that. <laughs> it's stupid camouflage. If someone is standing in your closet in some gum boots, uh, they're not hiding behind some coats on Kurt. <laughs> 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 
on, on, on racks. Like that is, that is ridiculous. That if someone is standing in your closet, you can see the whole person, not just, not just some of the person, the whole person. Also, why don't you poke in there, poke in there, you know, imagine if he had taken that umbrella and just shoved it as hard as he could right down the middle. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, I just sneezed half my face off. You guys didn't oh, hear it because okay? I muted, but yeah. Face oh. off. You ever you ever sneeze so hard? It I don't know. When you're done, you feel like, okay, hold still for a second, make sure nothing fell off or blew blew out. <laughs> Do I still have a nose? I'm still here. Okay. I just had that moment. That was weird. But I was I hit the thing, so you, you, you didn't it's get like, exposed to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, did not even have any idea. Well, good. Mm. This is this is made fun of in the in scary movie, right? The the parody of Scream. Yeah. Right, right. In scary movie, the there's a moment where the ghost face killer hides behind a curtain, yeah, <laughs> and you can yeah, see yeah. his hook, the, yeah. the whole hook poking out, and like and you realize, oh, I could actually see the whole guy. <laughs> Somebody a, a good place read, to some, read somewhere that thing's getting a reboot too. Um, mm, well, if that's true, I mean, well, no, because oh, really? Scream's already having its moment, right? It's yeah, having moment. new ones, right, right. And so there was some talk scary that the scary movie. movies might reboot to in its shadow and. You know, follow up on new scream. I don't know if they're going to do that. That right. seems like a bad. Why not? I mean, why not? I, w- I want it. How about that? Okay. All right. No, look, if you want it, there's a market. All right. I don't yeah. think I ever saw anything past the first one. So maybe that's another thing I need to watch, uh-huh. apparently. I don't know if they're any good. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen also, anything past Scream 1 as far as Scream movies go. Really? You only seen the first Oh, I thought you, oh, meant, awesome. I thought you meant scary movies. Really? So, Both yeah. of you? That's awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was talking to Scream. I, I, did I even see scary movie? I haven't. I never have. No, I don't think I've seen any of the scary. Well, movies. if we've only done one scream, well, I'm, I'm Halloween's almost over. Not that we're exclusive to this, but we should, yeah, all, we, we should could, think about the scream scary in November or December. Or, and like, yeah. what's the scream movie to see? Is it, is it just the first one? Is yeah. I feel like I like to the first one. Mm. Is it easy to sack you think? Because it's, yes. it's not necessarily a parody, but it's so self-referential that, but it's, it gets self-referential in the second film. The first okay. film is just a straight up horror movie. Yeah. Okay. That's my memory of it. And then and we're back to Drew Barrymore getting killed in the beginning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she's out of her drugs by then, I think. I think yeah. she was done that. I, I want to see out. Scream. I think Scream 2 is She, a, she is ran plumb out fun. of her drugs. Yeah. Right. Wait a minute. Now that I think about it, is this only 10 years after, for her, this is 10 years after this role. Right. Scream, she's right? on the screen. That's right. weird. Oh, wow. No kidding. That's weird to think of. She done grew up. Yeah, she done grew up. All right. Uh, has the... Speaking of her, has the phrase sugar on top ever worked for any parent ever? Has anyone ever said to their parent, please, mom, with sugar on top, and then they cave? No, it doesn't work. followed me home. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is Frank Welker in here? Yeah, that's very Frank Welker. We better play his clip. No more Optimus Prime. All right, well done, Frank Welker. Uh, You guys in the mood for clips from the film? Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. There's going to be some good ones. Let's do it. I got a bunch here. Let's start with this very, very 80s music intro, or very early in the film, not an intro, but uh, when Cujo's out, here you go. I feel like every one of these 80s horror movies had that. Okay, you just played music from an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie like Commando, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I did not, but it may as well have been. Here's some more of that. I hate it. 
It's like, I that's love the sound. It. That is exactly what, you know, not exactly, but it reminded me of Link getting the Master Sword or some, yeah, some video yeah. game like uh, accomplishment. Yeah, like so I just yeah. beat seventh guest on my MIDI card. Uh, <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Congratulations. Oh, my God. Nice pull. <laughs> Man, that's rotten. All right. Um, this is that's what Jim Jones said is what I wrote. It's going to turn your life around, Dick. I guarantee it. That's what Jim Jones said when he spiked the punch. Yeah, yeah. Nice reference. Yeah, Timely. Yeah. Timely. Uh, here's a weird sound the guy in the waiting room makes. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> He's crying and stopping. Cry. Like, yeah, when yeah, he first yeah. looked at him, he looked up at James Woods and then put <laughs> his hands in his face and went, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Reminds me of the Alex Jones crying clip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, which I, oh that guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's this this week too. We've yeah. gotten even more of it. A like if billion you seen dollar the new crying. Clip, oh yeah, there's gonna be brand new one billion yeah. dollar crying clip. <laughs> like, they're gonna have to find all the money. Streaming his show as the verdicts were coming down for what he needed to pay. Yeah, uh-huh. he was live on the internet, and it was incredible. I'm, yeah. I'm encouraging you. To see oh, it. it's great. It's great. And he sucks, and he needs to pay everything. I don't think he has a billion dollars, but whatever he has, he needs to be freaking pouring in a shithole for the rest of his life uh here's um oh does a bear what does a bear do does a bear shit in the woods <laughs> yeah james wood the bear shit <laughs> all right so this is pg-13 yep. and uh i'm gonna say that word later in the show i can't oh, i God. can't watch this with my 12 year old though we started yeah uh we started and about halfway through the first part uh he was just too incredulous to enjoy the movie incredulous like, what do you mean like uh this is so stupid uh-oh. i no one would do that yeah you know like and, and, I'm, and i mean i agree with you but that's uh, horror movies are supposed to be check your brain at the door and apparently there's an age before which you can do that yeah that's true i mean look he's a smart kid he knows what's done he is oh yeah. he's a very smart kid. very smart kid <laughs> uh all right the hand what something about wrists at no time does my hand leave my wrist oh okay <laughs> I don't remember what that was about. That was a magic trick. He's yeah. about to like show James Woods the dancing yeah. cat, and uh, yeah. oh, he had his little, had his little remote control, and he was opening it. Into- I gotcha. Yeah, yeah there's right. no way you built that room up to code. Yeah, well, the one one city inspector, and that thing's gone. Oh, that was definitely some payoff <laughs> there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you tell? What do you say? Uh, no, this is for uh, popcorn. I put pop raw popcorn <laughs> kernels in here and make popcorn. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure he'll get all signed off and we're all good to go. All right, check this out. This is some audio from uh, this is from high school when Ibbitt was going to prom. All right. I know okay. it's weird. I've never right. talked about this before. But here's the weird thing. This is not the girl. This is not you. This is what the dad said, her dad, when he heard that you guys may have, uh, you know, gotten a little hanky to the panky. OK, hmm. so here's what he said. Therefore, I would have no choice. But to kill the son of a bitch. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> wow. Got dark. I real thought quick. he was going to make me get out on a ledge. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, here, here's my daughter's head. <laughs> here's the uh, the left boob uh, comment that we've been talking about. Here you go. Using your left tip for a coaster. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I mean, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And then you point your left tip north. Yep, point them north. <laughs> yeah. And get the hell out of Dodge, as they say. Here's one about getting ice cream. Cindy, I'm trying to get some ice cream here. Okay. 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 Get some ice cream. Yeah. He was still a good 15 years, I don't know, 12 years away from the best role he ever did. 
uh, in uh, uh, what was it called? Hercules, the cartoon. He was very good in that. Oh yeah, he was I will give him credit for that. His Hades. All right, what's, is le- amazing. what's legit James Wood's best role? That one. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, okay, I'm asking the others then. <laughs> what is you name? Go ahead, go for it. I bet you can't find one as one, good as that. The one that that uh, struck me the most, and I can't remember the the name of the film, was the one he did with. Sean Young, where he cheats on his wife with Sean Young, and she then goes and terrorizes him. Oh no, that was real life. Never mind. <laughs> that was yeah. real life. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't I, I've also never heard of that. I didn't uh, see yeah, that coming? That's great. It really was. There really was a movie where the two of them hook up, and then they hooked up in real life, and then he cut her off, and then she stalked like, him and stalked yeah. him and and. Uh, required a cease and desist but it really was that movie that was like oh yeah that was really good i remember that movie but what the hell was it yeah but <laughs> no you're not you what, I, what I thought you were joke. talking about was the kevin costner one she was in where that kind of happens in that movie um what was that no way out or something oh yeah uh, it was no way out uh, gene hackman but he wasn't was, james I woods was not in it though so i don't know what there but you're right it's james woods and her had this and thing sean young had this thing and it was a movie where he sued her and it was all big yeah things. uh let's see oh i forgot about uh videodrome with uh uh debbie harry and wax on boobs oh that's um a cronenberg deal right cronenberg i think we watched it here didn't we as well i don't think so i think all we've done is existence for him i could be wrong okay. i don't remember exactly i'll let the rest, rest of you come up with your uh while i look for the name of the movie with <laughs> let's see sean young um oh, i the always forget way? i always forget james woods was born about 40 minutes north of me in tooele oh wow That's oh yeah and he's apparently retired to somewhere in northeast utah yeah he like has some property and i don't know where yeah and he just he just tweets all day that's that's his job now. Uh, let's see here. I can't find the one they were in together. It was after Blade Runner, right? Um, which is Sean Young's. You know, it's the one most of us think of. I guess um, yeah. I can't freaking find it. The No I Way, the No Way Out with Costner. Was, oh, I forgot he was in the Getaway with uh, uh, Kim Basinger and uh, Alec Baldwin. That was he was a dick in that thing if i remember correctly michael madsen <laughs> jennifer tilly that was a great yeah. i mean it was a piece of crap but it was it, it would be a great uh film sack piece of crap yeah, yeah i'd watch that well james woods is a real dick in this film so yeah he is. he's kind of a dick in all his movies <laughs> i'm telling you hades that's the best one yeah, can't right. find a better one i'm sure I'm they're there somewhere find someday someday i'll find it won't be today all right someday you'll find it <laughs> uh, moving on to this clip. This is what is this? This is Norma Jean. Norma Jean. Jean. Huh? Uh? <laughs> oh, there it is. Got booth. some quotes the- around those exceptional. <laughs> exceptional. Uh, <laughs> Dude, we haven't covered is- spelling yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's some more swears. It takes a son of a bitch to beat the habit. People who are unable to turn into sons of bitches on their own behalf come to us. We give them what they need. Believe me, we do. That's that's some hey, hey, Alan that's King. What we do. Hey, I'm in the Catskills doing jokes. <laughs> um, uh, the movie, by the way, that I was trying to remember was The Boost, and it uh, oh, they were they were a cocaine addicted couple that have all these problems, and then uh, and then he afterwards sued Young for two million, accusing her of being a scorned, fatal attraction type ex lover. 
Yeah, he was okay. notoriously left a disfigured doll on his doorstep. Sean Young did. Yeah, yeah. She's she 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 is known for being a little wackadoo. Yeah, she looks fine now. She looks like she's chilled out. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, and he's a dork. So whatever. They all suck. Uh, here's a <laughs> here's a wife. I don't know what this is. Something about a wife. You'd be down at my office watching your wife hop around in the little room. The little room. <laughs> I like it when mobsters make things sound cute. Yep. Hopping uh, around in the little room. Uh, if you ask me what actually scared me in this movie, it was this. That's, that scared He's me. Really? Yeah, King always has a good uh, yeah air horn in his movies. Yeah. I mean, King, King really doesn't have much to do with this movie, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the jump scares that come from just a sound. Are- yep. That was it. That one actually got me because I had headphones on. Uh, where's my wife, you turd? Where's my wife, you turd? Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Oh, PG-13, hold up. Whoa, yeah. turd? I Jeez. Know. Right? Oh, it gets worse. Listen to this thug guy. Oh, fiddly sticks. Oh, fiddly sticks. Oh, yeah, I loved it when he said that. I heard that. I was like, oh, fiddly sticks. What yeah. do you like in the, uh, it sounds like something out of Frosty the Snowman or something. Oh, fiddly sticks. And I don't think he's an actor, dude. Just listen to the way he says it. Oh, fiddly sticks. That's just some dude. That's hilarious, though. At some point, uh, Alan King also yells, uh, yells, calls him a hemorrhoid. Oh, uh, really? Okay, a yeah. hemorrhoid? Or hem- does he say hemorrhoid with an A? Like, <laughs> hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. Like, oh, here uh, it is right here. Is like, I got it right here. Let's play it. Forget the cat, you hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. <laughs> hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. Yeah. Boy, the PG-13. Drops just, a syllable or two. Yeah, yeah. He likes just straight to hem and then roid. All right, here we got James Wood laugh. <laughs> All right, that's fun. <laughs> Was he Eddie Murphy? What's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> I got most of my good audio from that first segment, to be honest. The rest of it kind of peters out, but uh, here's a do whatever you want clip. No, no. I can do anything I want. You say you don't say a word. Go ahead. Yeah. You got it. Watch. Anybody can do anything they want. Watch, watch me. I'm watching. This is when they're betting on the cat. I'm watching. So oh, yeah. I thought that's Vegas. That's Atlantic City. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because that's I couldn't figure out why that Caesars looks so weird, and I guess that's Caesars Atlantic City. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and it said Atlantic City, uh, New Jersey on the screen. Oh, it, it did. It I missed that. The, okay. Yeah. Uh, pigs. Something about pigs. Pigs don't eat it because they don't know how. Oh, that's uh, Mike Starr. Uh, the great Danny Aiello. Oh yeah, Danny, Danny Aiello yeah. doing his greatest work as Mike Starr. <laughs> Here's uh scared. <laughs> He's scared. All right. Yeah. Anybody else uh, want some scrutiny on the ledge with the plants on it? Uh, yes. Well, that was fun. There was a window behind it. I, I was worried. I was we'll give curious. It who, puts, who puts plants out there? Why would you do that? Somebody wants them to fall on, on somebody's yeah. head and kill them? Yeah. yeah. Would you have it's a hose ridiculous. up there? Would you have a hose like that? A big power hose like that guy had? Oh, he just, he just pulled... Yeah. yeah, just pulled out the. the, the uh, buildings have that sometimes. Do they? they? Have, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so you don't have to drag a hose up there when you need it. You just have yeah. a fire hose on the roof. That hey, makes sense. You know what I want to do? If I ever get. Someone ever breaks in, right? Does a home invasion, and I'm there and I've got a gun pointed to me. I want to be on the ground going, please don't shoot me, but slowly flip through the pages of a penthouse on my <laughs> And laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. And I know Dunaway brought that up earlier. Like, what a weird thing. What a weird thing. Right. The trivia, by the way, is that the short story or, or something that was uh, like in addition to being in Night Shift, that short story also appeared in that specific issue of Penthouse. Interesting. Oh, okay. I so, wonder, if, I wonder well, if he flits past it. That would be, I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, he like, barely gets past the first page. Yeah, he's which, on like an absolute yeah. vodka ad. Also keeps PG-13. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like an absolute vodka ad is all I could see. Yeah. I and mean, that's not It'd be sexy. hard to shoot somebody when they're doing that. Oh, you want to shoot me while I'm flipping through a penthouse? Yeah, yeah. 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 
I bet um, you don't, because what happens if I'm? <laughs> what if I can't flip page? anymore? You won't get yeah. the stuff. You yeah. won't there get it to is. see the stuff. The magazine is the July 1976 of Penthouse, which featured the short story on which the segment was based. Oh really? wow! Yeah. But 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 what Good a way legs. to wedge it in. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm going to die. I'm going to flip through this magazine while I'm here. Like <laughs> that's a real Ooh. weird, really weird way to do that. Is right. the articles? I'm reading them for the articles. Here are some uh, some gremlin sounds. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so glad oh, you didn't right. use that for my uh, prom audio. <laughs> Coming out of the backseat of the car, your date, your, your <laughs> right. guy driving the car is like, I better record this. All right, here's uh, mom. this mom was weird, I wrote. Amanda, don't touch that cat. It could bite you. It could bite you. It could bite you. It could bite She's kind of famous, though, right? I think. Is she, she, sure, she sure looked familiar, and then I looked up to see what she what else she'd yeah, been I think in. That's and what, it wasn't. Yeah, that's what I had too. I was like, she she feels like she looks like somebody else. I couldn't figure it out. Look she looks Candy like, Clark, right? uh, yes, Candy Clark, and she looks like the, um, like the the mom on Home Improvement or one of those shows. She does really good. She plays a good mom here. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, we've seen yeah. her in Blue Thunder. She was Kate in that. She had the main mm-hmm. lady in that. Did we? Yeah. Oh, she was in Simon and Simon. She was Cotton. Yeah. yeah. She, she's uh she stayed busy she's in all sorts of stuff still couple episodes of the new twin peaks oh she's uh, an amityville 3d i bet that's where i know her from wow yeah. you watch that movie a lot oh yeah, yeah. oh so i went blind she's in all she's a busy she's been working since 72 nonstop. yeah well done candy clark uh her dad her husband is also a guy we know but i forgot where he's from uh the guy that played she her husband. Star Crash? Was she just a voice? Um, Did we watch Star Crash here? Did we watch that here? No. Did we watch Star Crash? No. Star Crash. Yeah, I'm sure yes, we did. Yes, that sounds saw, really familiar. Yes. Did, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. We did. You're right. I always get that mixed up with Snow Crash, which is a book and not a movie. Yet. Mm-hmm. It probably will be one day. Let's sack Snow Crash. That'd yeah, let's fun. stack the movie. The book, Snow Crash. Every Everyone spend the next year reading that book. Uh, <laughs> we're going to stack it. Here's what's cool. The guy that played the husband, Hugh... Um, in the final segment, he uh-huh. was one of the humans that died on Planet of the Apes when they crash landed. Oh. Yeah, is that cool? That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. He's a busy guy too. He's working, getting shit done, getting the shit done. Well, as long as you're talking about uh, tertiary characters, might as well talk about uh, what's his name, da- Daniel Rogers from Troll. Oh, hold on one second. Uh, Candy Clark auditioned for the role of Princess Leia Organa in Star oh. Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Oh man! <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That means her and Harrison Ford would have gotten it on. Yeah, oh. she was also in American Graffiti. It's probably where she hooked up. With yeah, it's probably where she. Yeah, that's yeah. where she got her success. Yeah, who's from Troll? Who's from? Uh, tr- what'd you say? From Troll Two? Oh or? yeah, yeah. We just well, you know, Daniel Rogers played. Uh, he was he played the troll, but he's been in so. But Bill Hitchcock was in this terrible uh, movie. Do you remember the Mutilator series? The no. Mutilator? Did you no, see no, that? no. Sounds good, though. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> How's it? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> terrible. Hor- it's terrible horror shit, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. I like terrible horror shit. Uh, here's Polly and her big pecker. Certainly never realized that Polly had such a big pecker. Oh, Hugh, you jokester. Oh, <laughs> big pecker. Oh, it's PG-13. All right, big pecker. Big pecker. All right, here's a <laughs> final <laughs> final clip. Uh, let's see, what is this? Here is when, oh, here's where you can feel him doing music for Back to the Future. Okay, here's that clip. So this sounded like Back to the Future. Yeah. It's just a little bit there. It's just like a taste. Yeah. It sounded very much like Final Fantasy VII on the PS1. <laughs> well, <laughs> see that too. you're not wrong about that. 
Yeah. There was a video game quality to all of it. But now, this. Uh, the film sack checklist this week. Uh, we start with ankle peckers. Check. Speaking of peckers. Ankle peckers. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, fat- God, doesn't that hurt, though? I think everybody can relate. You can. That's one of those visual pains you can go, oh, that hurts. That little bit of bleeding mm-hmm. that was coming out of his foot from mm-hmm. all the pecking. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, fat Vegas guy died in the most horny way possible. <laughs> Get it? Vegas Get it? See what you did there. Yeah. Uh, finally, the gigantic sets used for the goblin work surprisingly well. Check. I really like yeah, those. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek I like connections. That you confused goblin and troll. I like that. Yeah, I like that as well. None of it. None of it's yeah. right though. This is like a. This is like a gnome. This is not. Yeah. Yeah, he's like uh, any of those words. No, uh, he gets dressed. Fits. He gets dressed. He was wearing like a little gesture yes. outfit and shit. So yeah. they're more what they're the more hell? sentient than a little goblin, right? What the hell is it? I, don't I know. need a better word to describe know. this thing. That, it's a wall troll. They they're, could be different uh, sizes. I'm gonna <laughs> look through my monster compendium until I find something that accurately <laughs> describes this little thing. Yeah, you know, find out what his DC is and let's let's go go to town. All right. Uh uh, let's see where oh Star Trek great uh, Star Trek sorry Star Trek, Star Trek connections I, I have to think Reb Horn or somebody was in Star Trek right we got somebody yeah we only have one um it's Mike Starr who is not Danny Aiello uh in <laughs> this one Mike Starr played Ducky you know he's a scary henchman in the top of this building in Atlantic City yeah. in Deep Space Nine uh there was an episode called Bada Bing Bada Bang ah um type that that is one of like the most notorious episodes of deep space nine yeah it's a it's about um the hollow suite has a programming glitch yeah and uh all these all these deep space nine folks go into vix you know casino or whatever it is and they try to they try to overcome the mobsters that are taking over in there i thought that was a tng thing maybe they did one similar they would did oh no that's the I, one where they know. found Deep, the book. Deep Space Nine had a lot of casino in the Hollow Suite. Yeah, and this was the most like the whole episode is in there, and uh, Mike Starr played one of the mobsters. He was Tony Cece in that movie or show. Tony yeah. Cece. I I think I think it's really really interesting that Deep Space Nine kind of went for it in in this in this way. Like it it accept Deep Space Nine accepts its fate. Mm. It is a Star Trek TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's times when Deep Space Nine tries to be more than that, and they do it pretty well. Yeah. But in at times like this, you know, Danny, I, I'm sorry, Mike Starr. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Starr is just a, he's a mobster in a holodeck program. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, Mike Starr also very good in Ed Wood. If you're looking for another good performance oh. out of that guy. Anyway, uh, well, there's your Star Trek connections. I'm going to give the soundtrack a grade. That grade I'm going to give it is an S for synthy. It's very synthy. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's you know gets it done. Whatever. It's the eighties. You do what you do. I All enjoyed right. it, and I think I like Alan Silvestri, but Alan Silvestri is a bit hit and miss, and this is maybe closer to miss. I think. I keep calling him Mark Silvestri, the artist who worked on all the Top Cow stuff. And I just keep right, that. yeah. I don't know why. That guy's good. He is good. Um, that guy's amazing. Like when I think about Alan Silvestri as a as a film composer, right? You know, like you think of like Forrest Gump. What a score. The themes are memorable, right? The whole thing. Um, but he also, like, you, you, he wasn't necessary for this. Anybody who can play a keyboard yeah. was necessary for this. Yeah, exactly. 
moving on to the uh, the uh, the Twitter post. Yeah, that. Oh no, yeah, that's what we do. Gosh dang, I'm out of it. <laughs> the Twitter post. It's where you guys sum this thing up in 280 characters or less. And I think this week we'll just change things up and start with Randy. That's I. Scared people are scared because they're put in scary situations like fear of electrocution or fear of falling. But then they make out just fine because there's a cat. This tweet brought to you by your local cat rescue, where you can rescue a cat who will then later rescue you. Aww. Aww. That is nice. Aww. That was a heartwarming tweet. That's right. Yeah. We'll see if Dunaway can ruin it. Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. <laughs> totally. Never look directly into the cat's eye, 1985, while throwing away a perfectly good dead bird. I can have meow. Hashtag, you about to have a left tit for a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> that thing just keeps coming up. It does. Yeah. That that mom was throwing away that dead bird, and that poor cat's like, I'm 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 here, I'm starving. Don't throw it away. Yeah, exactly. I didn't write about this movie. Goat, the goat and tuna. The goat, and goat tuna. And tuna. Oh, goat we didn't tuna? even talk about that. Yeah. No, that's so weird. Took a picture of that because I just like goat and tuna. What the frick? Yeah, tuna. Okay. Uh, it's uh, yeah. They hated birds in this movie. That's the takeaway. Hey, Brian, it's Bart. your turn. <laughs> Cat's eye. That'll teach me to watch this movie in bed. I miss so much of it because my wife's arm was on my face. <laughs> I love, yeah. That's not cuddling. Nope. No, it is not. No, that's greasy James Wood face on your arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Take it off. You don't want it there. All right. It's time now for these alternative titles. Just handed to me. This was almost called The Smoker, The Joker, and The Third Bird Choker. Oh, nice. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, That's pretty good. So there's that. Then I got uh, ET2. The space goblin wants Tom Green's ex-wife's breath. All right, moving on. (laughs) It's a little long. It's a little long. You don't want to go full length if you can help it. You want to shorten things out. That was that was quote unquote exceptional. Yeah, very exceptional. Let's get to this email. We got two of them this week. These are emails sent by you uh, from filmsack at gmail.com, and uh, we got one from Pete from Austin. Who says Eddie Murphy in Star Trek is a subject? Hello, film sack, oh. film sack of crackerinos. Yeah, kind of yeah. hard to read. Wow, cool. Uh, love your most recent episode of The Haunted Mansion. I felt like an idiot because I never put two and two together that Wallace Shawn was the voice behind the Grand Nagus. In my defense, mm. I was watching DS9 when I was in middle school, pre cinephile days. Well, we understand. Uh, it says, however, I did a little. I did die a little inside when you guys mentioned that Eddie Murphy could have been in Star Trek as a throwaway line. In fact, Eddie Murphy was very close to being in Star Trek Five. Sorry, uh, for the Voyage Home, uh, there was a character written for him in one of the first drafts. He would have been an a uh, astrophysicist. Astrophysicist can't read. Who, who suspected Kirk and Spock of being otherworldly? Uh, it would have been one of the greatest Star Trek connections of all time. Keep up the great work. If I've said before. Uh, but you should sack 1995 Screamers, starring Peter oh, Weller. Yes. Yeah, uh, should. we should. And also that I had no idea about that Eddie Murphy thing. I had no idea. That's uh, crazy. No, me neither. That was the height of his deals. Eighty four, I think. Eighty five. Whatever that movie. And who was the Who was the comedian we ended up with? Uh, did we get one? I know we got a lady in, uh, around the same. Oh. Um, it was in TNG. There's a comedian that uh, Sam Kinison. Oh, that teaches data how to tell jokes. No, that's Joe Piscopo. Oh, Joe Piscopo. Yeah. yeah. Piscopo oh, that's right. Yeah. Piscopo taught him stand up. I, I totally forgot about that. I felt like saying data to keep, keep flipping, to keep going. Yeah, right. Keep, keep going. Keep, right. Exactly. Look at, uh, follow Joe Piscopo's path after, uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Live. You have the full history. You don't need Piscopo up yeah. there. I guess he wasn't playing himself, but whatever. Yeah. Right. Christopher Lee deserved better, says Dylan. 
uh, SBBNR. I'm listening to your episode about the torture chamber of Dr. Sadism. And Scott starts talking mm-hmm. about Christopher Lee's W uh, World War II military record. I can't believe he didn't mention that Christopher Lee was friends with Ian Fleming and that he was the real-life inspiration for James Bond based on his service in the RAF intelligence branch. And yes, he did initially volunteer to fight the Finnish army or fight for the Finnish army in World War II. Lee, Lee also went on to play Scaramanga in The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, since he showed all three of his nipples, does that make him a Bond girl too? He says. Uh, Lee, <laughs> Lee was also the only person on the set of Lord of the Rings who had actually met J.R.R. Tolkien in person. Dude got around. Use the yeah, glaive, yeah. Dylan. Well, wow. um, nice glaive reference. Nice. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that, and that's awesome. And I didn't know that that uh, he was the the inspiration for James Bond. That's insane for to me to hear that. Yeah, I, I mean, why would it, that seems crazy? I need some verification on that one. That seems nuts, but maybe you know what am I? <laughs> all maybe. I can do is believe you. Send us an email. All I can do is believe what you say. All right, right. Also, use the glaive. Uh, that's it for your emails. Uh, filmsackagemail.com is the place to go. Here's another place to go. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash filmsack. Why? Sec? Sack. Why? <laughs> because you get no, you. you never get an ad. You get free content every week that you don't get on the public feed. And a bunch of other cool stuff, including monthly shows. I got one coming up. Randy's just went up. Uh, we've done a full round of each of us plus one. So if you want to yeah. hear what those all sounded like, uh, now's your chance. Uh, go check it out. And those are all available in perpetuity. If you join now, patreon.com slash film sack in perpetuity interests me. Um, well, yeah, I thinking about it like, Oh, this Patreon, like it'll still be around in a hundred years. And yeah. yeah. If the EMP hits and it blows out every, the internet goes down, I can't guarantee anything, but leaving a legacy for our children. That's right. Right. <laughs> oh, that makes me think twice about some of the things I want to say. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, legacy for your children, what do they look forward to watching next week here on the show? What are we seeing? Oh, you mean in Sacktober? Yeah. Mm. That's right. Next week in Sacktober, we are going to watch A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <gasps> yes. That the, is that the Warriors that dream? The yes, dream it is warriors. a war, Dreaming Warriors. And that'll make three of these now? Do I have that right? New Nightmare, Definitely the two. original. Oh, yes, at least, right? Because we Freddy versus Jason or... Oh, no, actually, that makes four of them. Run. That yeah, makes right. four because the original, we did the original. We did Dream uh-huh. Warriors. We did Freddy v. Jason. And now this, that'll be four. Wow. Okay. Well, Dream Warriors, you we, said twice. You just said Dream Warriors. No, did I say it twice? We're not. Yeah. Oh, we we're doing Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. We are sacking Dream Warriors. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But what was the second? Did we see the second? Uh, no. Or did we see New Nightmare? No, new, Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah, new Nightmare, Freddy new Nightmare. V. Jason, and the first Nightmare. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So it will okay. be for next week. Right. Right? Correct. But only <laughs> two of the real proper ones. Every All the rest of them are kind of, they're not really. You like crappy, proper. you like crappy stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. And again, well, folks, you're going to you're going to go to HBO Max. You're going to type in Elm Street three and watch that movie. Elm Street three. Elm Street three. I kind of wish Elm we Street we, we at some point should do the Jackie Earl Haley one. The new the, I just want to see it. I've never seen it. Yeah. So yeah. watch it together. You know, we should do that. We do that. Anyway, that's next week right here on FilmSack. In the meantime, FilmSack.com is the place you can go. How do I know this for sure? Because this guy said it once. Hold on. Where is it? It's right here. FilmSack.com. Thank you, Scott Aww. Fletcher. That's the place. FilmSack.com is your destination. Uh, Patreon.com slash FilmSack as well. And always send us those emails. FilmSack at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at FilmSack. And if you're so inclined, please leave us a review wherever you get your shows. That'll do it for us. 
for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Big Pecker. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Where's my wife, you turd?